Live, 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 live. Big pimping, L I B E. Big pimping up in H I D. There you go. Pretty good. You asked me a question. Uh, here's your answer. Be well. Be fucked. Yeah! I, I got the rest of it, but I'll just click on it again so you don't have to watch the rest of it. But yeah. That's fine. Oh, no, either one works because, you know, it, it, it makes sense for him to say be well and he says be fucked. Yeah. Be fucked. Well, Dick. We I bu- didn't realize that. I think um, subconsciously we made a connection with these two movies. Yes. I was going to say that. It was in my notes. Yeah. But now. Part of the way through, because I didn't know much about hardcore i knew it was about porno that was and his daughter was yeah. in it. i didn't I, I assumed she was dead the whole time but no um that would have been very similar if they if they she was dead well we'll get into that yes and more way too we'll off topic sometimes that. but on today's episode of Blow it up. Blow it up in time. <laughs> yes. To go back to what you're just saying, yeah, very, very similar themes. Yes. Not plots, but themes. Plots are well, very different. One is a mother daughter tale, and the other is a father daughter tale. Yes. Equally loving and nurturing. And both sons, and the sons in both movies, both left behind without a second thought. Yeah, pretty much. They don't. He doesn't even mention his son in hardcore after he goes out. I don't have time for him. He doesn't give a shit. I have my own furniture business. I don't have time for this. And then three billboards. She kind of just. Oh yeah, I got a son at home. I throw ice. I throw rice krispies in his face. <laughs> so Dick, I was so excited to watch this movie uh, two weeks ago when when we, you chose it. Three billboards. Yeah, I immediately went out and just started watching it. Oh, wow, okay. And I'm like, like, less than 20 minutes later, because there's sushi out there I was telling you about. I went out and yeah, <laughs> eating yeah, it, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, everyone's so fucking good in this movie. Yeah. The whole time, it's like, god damn, Frances McDormand is, is so good. Well, she got the Oscar. That, that movie went two Oscars for acting, for actors. Uh, Sam Rockwell, supporting actor, and her for yes. actress. So, deservedly so. The two I was going to bring up. And obviously, they're in my top three. I mean, Sam Rockwell's my favorite, but... Yeah. Uh, well, sure, yeah. Friends of McDormand's my second favorite after uh, Kathy yeah. Bates. Yeah, she's very good in this movie. But I would say she's a better actress than Kathy Bates. I just like the range that Kathy Bates chooses. Well, Kathy Bates, um, she can play anything, but the yes. problem is her size prevents her from playing anything because she's a bigger lady, a larger carriage. So she can play certain things, but she can't do what Frances McDormand does, which is like she plays... You know, like, a, like an everyday mom or or a fucking factory worker. She seems to be like the middle we- the Midwest, uh, the Midwest mom in every movie she's in, pretty much. Yeah, I mean it works. Uh, you know, fucking yeah. Fargo and yeah, she's always in the Midwest, somewhere, somewhere in there, pretty much, somewhere yeah. in the center of the country. Uh, like even a Blood Simple. Yeah, she's very. Even though she's not a mother in that one, she's very because she's like super young in that one. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's constantly in that role. I, I don't want to see No Man Land. Um, Mississippi Burning. 
Yes, Mississippi Burning. Forgot about Stan that one. Sang. Yeah, remember to bring that. This is our second Francis McDormand movie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Francis McDormand is she makes some good movies. Dark Man, another great movie yeah. Francis McDormand's in. <laughs> Only because she was friends with. <laughs> yeah, she was married to one of the. Yeah, married to him, but he was friends yeah, she was with married uh, to the brother. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. I think they all. You in the studio was saying, "Why is she in this movie?" Yeah. Like she's not pretty, and if you're pretty mean to her, of course, because the studio executives have no souls. She was pretty back then. She was I, cute. I mean, she, not to like, I don't look good. I, I'm not judging a woman by her age, but she's what sixty now. You ha- you have to. You're a man. You have to. <laughs> yeah. It's your job. I'm just saying, like, I think people Judge look back up. on her and they're like, she was ugly. She wasn't like hot. Like, no, she was very pretty back then. Like, blood simple. Yeah, she's she's attractive. Yeah, she's pretty. I don't. She's cute. Then again, oh, I, she's, cute. she's cute now. Older, she's still cute. Yeah, she's still got that, she, she looks bad in this movie because she's trying to. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, she's it's this a, is not a glamorous look. No, it's a Charlie Saron and monster kind of yeah, look. Yeah, she's a grieving <laughs> mother for Christ's sake. You know who did remind me of Monster a lot was after Sam Walkle is on fire. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The Eileen Warnos uh, kind of look to him. Yeah, I got my problems with white people too. I will say. Because, uh, oh, Hardcore is our second George C. Scott movie as well. Yes. Um, but Three Billboards. I would say I was very, very, I'll add another two varies, caught off guard what they did with Sam Rockwell's character. Did not yeah. see that coming. Right, yeah. Uh, and I was like, this is, I don't know, it's a, it's a sweet movie. There's no resolution. Right. There's no ending to this movie. No, and as there wouldn't be in real life. Yes. It'll Which always I, be that question. Yeah, it, that case will never be solved. You know? Yeah, it, and that's what it reminds me of a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. It just kind of ends. It has an ending, like, that's a good spot to end. But it doesn't have, like, the story's not wrapped up in any way. No. But it's enough it's where yeah. she's clearly learned some lessons, because Peter, uh, Peter Dinklage screams at her at the restaurant, and she clearly took that to heart. <laughs> she immediately goes over and like tries to make amends with her ex husband, right? Yeah, and then goes over and uh, you know kind of looks at her son for the first time. I think in the movie, <laughs> and then, right? Yeah, um, I know this, this is a great cast, and yeah, I did not see a lot of that coming, and I didn't know what to expect with that. All I knew was the billboards and her one of her kids. I didn't know it was her son or daughter or anything, but one of her kids was dead. Yes. That was about all I knew. Right. And they have that flashback with, uh, I hope you get, I hope I get raped. I hope you get raped too. Yeah. That's the answer. And that's like her last conversation with her daughter. Yeah. It's always fucked up. I'm sure that's where all the guilt comes from. Yeah. Stems from, obviously. Obviously. But I don't understand why the people would hate her. Like, again, this is like the, the argument I had with something is wrong with, we, we, the, we need to talk about Kevin, where the mother in the movie is seen as the villain. Yeah. Because she had the child. But it's like, she didn't do anything wrong. So why are you upset with her? Like, it doesn't make any sense that you would be mad at her. It makes more sense in We Need to Talk About Kevin than this. Because well, Kevin the... killed a bunch of kids. This yeah, girl but... got killed. No, no, but Kevin killed her husband and daughter. So she's not, she didn't come unscathed. She lost her yeah. husband and daughter. Because he killed them too. 
So yeah. for them to treat her like, oh, you made this wife. She lost her fucking husband and daughter, so why is she a villain? She's just like, as much of a lost... victim as you. Well, that's what I mean. It doesn't, that, that's the one thing that kind of hurts that movie for me. Is that, that, that I don't buy it. I just don't buy that storyline that people would be that stupid. Maybe a few people, but not the whole town. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. That, that's kind of stupid. It, they did but go a little one, too far with it. Yeah, but in this movie... I mean, it works for the for because everyone hates her because she's just a bitch. She, yeah, I was, I was getting, I was waiting yeah. to get to that. I think it's mostly right. because she's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. and she's the dentist, the fat, fat boy, <laughs> fat dentist. Did you did you stab fat fingers with the drill? No, he did it to himself. <laughs> that, that's my probably my favorite part and one of the best scenes between her and Woody Harrelson. That scene where he coughs up the blood. Yeah, and the and he like just sees immediately like oh my god like you can't believe he did that and she's like oh no 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 it's okay don't worry like it's such a nice moment like she's it just feels real where it's like these two people dealing with something huge and they're both at odds with each other but yet they're still human to each other. Is it when which, she's on the swing? No, it's when she's in the yeah. she gets arrested for putting the drill to uh, the dentist's finger. She's the her for questioning. And he coughs up blood on her, and it's basically the sec- the signal that he's dying. Is it in the interrogation room? It's in, it's in the interrogation room. Yeah, yeah, here it is. He tells yeah. Sam Rockwell to leave. Yeah, and she caught he coughs on her, coughs blood on her, and she's like, "Oh, baby." He goes, "I'm sorry, so baby, it's okay." It's, yeah. it's really a nice, like, sweet moment. It's like really sad. I mean, it's horribly sad, but yeah, I'll play just, like, a clip just kind of after he just coughed. Yeah, that's where it stopped. Yeah. Yeah, right there. It was an accident. Oh, baby. It's blood. I'm gonna go get somebody. <laughs> yeah, it was a, you're right. It's, a, it's just a sweet moment. And this movie's kind of full of those, and that's what I didn't expect. That's why I said it caught me right, off guard. Because yeah. we saw in yeah. Bruges where n- nobody, except for Gleason, <laughs> nobody gives right. a shit about anything in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's kind yeah, of about yeah. that. Oh! <laughs> she but, came out with a bubble. But this one, yeah, that that scene right there, and then the, the very end where she's like, "You know, I'm the one who with the police yeah. station fire." He's like, "Who I mean, else would it be?" She else? just kind of laughs. And she looks at him like, yeah. "I can't believe you're forgiving me for that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Are we gonna go do that? Like, are we actually gonna do this?" She's like, "I don't know. Guess we'll decide on the she's like we'll decide on the way." Yeah. And it's like she's finally like willing to. They're not gonna go kill him. They're just not. No, no. But. No. She realizes, like, this guy's not the villain I painted him out, and now there's Woody Harrelson, which is what that scene is. People of color, people of color torture. Yeah. She, she said the N-word, people of color torture. But it's like these two characters are, like, kind of shitty. Sam Rockwell starts off so shitty. Oh, wait, well, they're, they're all flawed characters. Yeah. But they're human at the same time. Yes. Like you, can, you can have these, these horrible... Uh, and everyone hates him in town too. Like yeah. he's equally hated, and, and they kind of feel sorry for him as time goes on. They see that even the even the police chief. He's so fucking dumb when he goes. He wasn't in the country. He was classified. Where was he? Well, let's think about this. He's uh, military. He's out of the country. Classified. Six months where ago. Where do you think? Where, minute, where do you think he was? <laughs> I, I, I don't. Have I'll give you a hint. Names. It was Sandy. It was Sandy. I can't. That doesn't yeah, really narrow it down. <laughs> <Yeah, he> doesn't <laughs> That's what he down. says. I just finished watching before we started uh, 
Yeah. Sorry, not here. Ah. It doesn't really ah. narrow it down. <laughs> it narrow it. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I found, I found my badge. The guy from uh, The Wire. Uh, yes. And the Canadians and all, all of Martin yeah. McDonough's character actors are in I noticed movie. he was there as well. He didn't have a whole lot. Just like the no, Canadians. No, still. <laughs> didn't really have a yeah, whole lot. Oh, that part where he's crying when, when Woody Harrelson blows his brains out and he's hugging him in the bathroom and goes, you're not a fag, are you? <laughs> Did you see that part? Did you yeah. Did he said that? And it, You're not a fag, are you? No. <laughs> even Woody Harrelson's letter to uh, yeah. Sam Rockwell's like, you, you should do that more. It doesn't matter yeah. if people call you gay. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you have a good heart. Yeah. You can be a detective. But I did love his, uh, when he talks to, actually it was that same scene where he goes into uh, the interior. He goes, he goes, if I didn't, hell, if we got rid of all the guys like Daryl or Dixon here, we'd have two sheriffs. And they'd all hate the fact. <laughs> oh. And he laughs. Oh, God, it was funny. You know what other scene so I thought was funny. really sweet and, like, genuine was this one. Because, okay, Sam Rockwell, obviously watched the movie, but Sam Rockwell overhears the who he thinks is the killer. And he, he hears right. the, what he did to this girl. So he starts a yeah. fight with him on purpose just to get his DNA. Yeah, Which yeah. is interesting. Not the way I would have gone, but... Right, scratches his face. Yeah. And this is kind of like the Sam Rockwell redemption thing. This is what kind of gets him, like, right. to, for you to like him as a, as a character. Because he's such a sack of shit before this, but... Yeah. Then he gets burned, and he gets you know, fired, then burned, and then he gets the shit kicked out of him by this guy. And he comes home, and his mom, who's played by uh, yeah. Max's mom from It's Always right. Sunny, Sandy yeah, Martin. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is she in that? Yeah, she's the grandma. Oh, okay. Dynamite. She's the grandma God, in that? Dang, God dang Napoleon. <laughs> The, 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 the emu. I've only seen that once, and it's. I was like, oh, that was fine. Why did I hear so much about this movie? It's like you Borat. Dietrich, uh, Dietrich, your boy's in it. Uh, Dietrich Bader. Dietrich, yeah, he's getting it. I remember, I remember the movie, but not like specifics, other than the dancing. But right. like, it's like a meme movie for me now. It's just certain things that you see. It is a meme. Well, it is a meme movie, yeah. Um, but here's that scene. I just want to play it real quick. Sound on. <laughs> He just doesn't want his mom to see him like this, and it's. But he's all beat up. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's trying to sneak in there without her seeing, but he fails. But that's when he keeps tripping over. Yeah. He's fucked up. So I don't think he's actually drunk. No, he's just he's fucked up. Got kicked in the face. Yeah, I thought. Well, I thought you were saying he's drunk. Yeah, he's. You get beat up like that, you gotta go to the hospital. Yeah, but the mom is like. Yeah. And if he's like, let me help you, I'm your mother. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a really sweet moment that I did yeah, not yeah. expect from this movie. That was a lot of scene. And the scene where she's putting the flowers by the billboards and the, the bad CGI deer shows up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the bad, bad CGI deer. Bad CGI. It's bad CGI deer, but is it worse than the it's, Walking Dead CGI deer? I I, it's about on par. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's when she's she's putting the flowers. It's like in the middle of the movie. She goes, "You you you're pretty, but you ain't her. Don't get me thinking about you believing reincarnation." It's after. It's like in the middle of the, toward the end. I think. Is that the one with Peter Peter Dinklage? Is there? No, he's not there. He, she's just by herself. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's toward the end of the movie. It's it's after all the Peter Dinklage stuff. I think we're right before the dinner, maybe. See, we're here. The flowers are already there, and 
it's like well, she it. well she puts fresh flowers like every week. It must have been it's after the fire, stained. after the bee. yeah. It's after the fire, yeah. It's after the fire. Okay, let me see if I can find it. This is yeah, I, don't I can't remember, but you guys see the oh the, oh the it's this one. Which is on the phone. The, the Sam Rockwell deer. calls her. Yes, 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 yes. Is it? I think it's before. It's after. Okay, after the phone call. I think so. All right, I'll start playing on my end, and I'll. I'll bring it in after the phone call. Maybe, maybe. It wouldn't do it during the phone call. So I watched the phone no. call because both of them were on screen, and then, I, yeah, I was probably doing something else. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, if it, it might be before that, too, though. I can't, I can't. I'm not sure. I like how, honestly, how little the billboards really matter. Right. Even though it's the title of the movie. Right, yeah. They matter in the first, like, ten minutes when it starts the shit storm. Right, yeah. But... I feel like the movie would happen without the billboards a little bit. Right. <laughs> Maybe not Sam Rockwell getting involved in that, but there's no resolution, so that's what I'm saying. The movie would still happen. Right. It's just a strange way to do a, to go about that. I am glad I finally watched this, though. Oh, yeah. yeah well, you can't go wrong with Martin McDonald. He's my favorite screenwriter, director right now. He's, he's always good. Everything he's done is interesting and different. Yeah, we get we're getting a new wave of that. That's why I say like, yes, Hollywood might be dead as an idea, but like there are some interesting ass filmmakers out there. And that's why we They're did still that. around. That's Craig Zoller, our week of that, and I was like, God damn, yeah. his movies are interesting. Love them or hate them, but they are interesting. No, no. Uh, and then the, who's that guy? The the Blue Ruin and Green Room. Yeah, I like him a lot too. I always, forget his, name. I, I always forget his name too. I always forget. Oh man. I can't remember it's, everything. God damn it! Yeah, it's it's blanked out of me. Turn it off. Turn it off. They're, ah! they're still on the phone. It's the scene where ah. he's letting her know that it wasn't the guy. Yeah, it wasn't the guy. Just the after guy. Sandy. He wasn't even in the country at the time. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> Sandy. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're still talking. And he's got his gun there, and they're talking about going to Idaho in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it is a very, very sweet movie. It, it's an actor's movie, more than anything. Because there's no grand plot that's going on. It's just kind of scene to scene. Yeah. And it's just a character study. And I, I, don't, I always like character study movies. I'm fine with those. Um, yeah, it goes better anyway. Can't really go wrong with that. I, I like the little slice of life movies as long as they're worth watching. You can do them very, very badly. Oh yeah. Oh, is this where the CGI deer? Cause the she just, Book of Henry. She just hung up the phone. It might be. I can't remember. No, it's during the day. It's that's not it. I could have told you that in the beginning. Damn. It's in the day. It's not at night. You wasted all that time for nothing. Yeah. Oh, 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 Onward. shit. I just saw it. I skimmed through and I saw it. There you go. How do I get back there? Uh-oh. Put down your fucking good morning, uh, Wisconsin uh, show, bitch. All right, found it. <laughs> Here it is. You see this bad CG deer. It's like, ooh, ooh. It's like a different color. Oh, wow. Okay, this is this is a movie, so it has a higher budget, but the the Walking Dead one is ten times worse. I don't know. Though. Watch, look at it. You haven't seen it yet. You know, they don't they don't linger on it too long because it looks like dog shit. 
There ain't no ILM deer. Up here out of nowhere, looking so pretty. Looks fine here. You ain't trying to make me believe in reincarnation or something, are you? Because you're pretty, but you ain't her. Now I remember this scene. She got killed. Yeah, this is the part I watched two weeks ago. So mm. I was eating sushi during this, so I don't, I don't remember the deer. God. I remember the deer, ah. but I didn't remember how bad it looked. Now yeah, she's so dead. I, I always, it takes me out of the movie a little bit. The goddamn, they should have fixed that deer. I do thank you for coming, though. How can, why can't you get a real deer, old deer there? I mean, yeah, it, it does look bad, but not as atrocious as I was expecting. Because I've seen the Walking Dead fake deer. Yes. That one is, oh man, I need to find that. It's the same deer. It's the same guy. It's a. It's a. <laughs> I'm the deer guy. guy it's a deer program. Oh, that's my deer program. When you can't afford a real deer, I can do it. It doesn't look so good, but it's cheaper to get a real deer. Okay, here's the Walking Dead deer. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it to move. It's got like an outline. What season is this? Five, six, no. Oh. Seven? Eight? It's gotta be eight. Sorry, I was way off. Because <laughs> Negan's already here. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to play this whole goddamn Jesus yeah, here we Christ. go. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Look at this. You can tell how bad it is just from this. Oh, wow, it's bad. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, dear me. <laughs> no, I told you, you can't be worse than this deer. Oh my god, yeah, shoot the deer to eat it, right? Is that what we're doing? No, he's. I think he's trying to scare it off. Why? Oh, he can eat it. It's food. It's not going to get to it. Look at that. Oh. Wow, that's bad. That's real bad. Run, look at this. Oh! Alright, it runs away. Oh. Oh, wow, that's real bad. Yeah, so this Whoa. deer looks fantastic Whoa. to me. I take it. Back. This was during like the lowest point of The Walking Dead when the show got really stupid. This is when the viewership was. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because it's during the Negan time, which is supposed to be great. But <sighs> anyway, that's another podcast I eventually we'll get to. I'm wrapping up Westworld. Um, I only got season yeah. four to review now. Yeah, watch it still though, right? No, I watched it all. I'm done. Oh, you did? Oh, it's all yeah. done. Yeah. You watched how was it? How was the last of the season four? Did you watch season three? I haven't watched most of it. No. Oh, I, I liked season three. It, I, I was yeah. looking at the rankings of the seasons, and it was always like one, four, two, three, oh, or okay. three, two, or you know some variation of that. Right. I, I liked season three more than I think season one four? for me one three, two four. Wow. Okay. But four, yeah, four was. Both really good and pretty terrible at the same time. Wow. Does it end, though? Does it have an ending? It has an ending enough where I'm not upset that it got canceled. Okay. Right. Um, not to spoil anything if you haven't watched it. I would definitely recommend going and watching it. And good fucking luck. I had to buy it on Blu-ray because it's not on HBO Max anymore. Can't tell you why. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird. Yeah. That's stupid. It's HBO it's show. show. And they took it's it off their, their own platform. So as I finally go to show my wife the show, it's gone. Which was oh, a nice little surprise. Well, you should. Did you just buy on Blu-ray at the at your local? I went to Amazon and bought it. Your store? Oh, Amazon. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cheap. Yeah, it was cheap. It was like 20, 22 bucks a season. Whatever. That's, not, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I got all four seasons now on Blu-ray. Oh wow! Okay, there you go. Shit. Yeah. Worth it? I don't know. It's 
I, lo- I love, god damn, I love season one and most of season two. Season one is pretty good. It's solid, I would say. Season one, definitely my favorite. Season three oh, yeah. has like a good, good plot where they're clearly building to something. Then season four is like, ah, eh, never mind. We're doing this now. I thought we were going there. Like, we're not because we don't have time. Okay. <laughs> they canceled the show, so fuck you. It wasn't canceled yet. They didn't know they were canceled until they were done with the season. Yeah. Yeah, it, has a, it definitely has an ending, so I don't regret you know, watching season four, but it could have been a lot better. I wish they'd made a lot of changes, but whatever. Well, what are you going to do? What, what would be your score for three billboards? I will give three billboards an eight. Yeah, I give it an eight as well. And now it leads us to our other film of tonight, our other equally disturbing movie. Um, with no characters of um, uh, with really uh, redeeming qualities. No, I don't think there's a single one. Not really. Oh, wait. His brother-in-law. Maybe. The guy goes there and talks to who tries to figure out what's going on. Yeah. He's trying to save him. Um, I think he's the only one that that is a good person. You know, right. through and through. Right. I mean, no, definitely, uh, you know, George C. Scott's character is, but he and he has to do terrible things because of that, but I don't really think we should judge him for that, so I do think... No. I do think he's a good... He's yeah. just kind... Okay, first, let me just say, he looks exactly like my grandpa on my mom's side. The entire movie, when he has glasses on, I was like, oh, this is so creepy. Remember I told you uh, Robin Williams in... Uh, one hour photo looks like him as well. Right. So you see the look I'm going for with my grandpa. This he looks just and he's driving around in the same car my grandpa had. <laughs> like light blue, like Le Sable or whatever it is. I have to find Phoenix oh, in the pornography. And he's driving and I'm like trying to save you. If this guy were drunk, he would just be my grandpa. But turns out George C. Scott, the actor, was probably drunk, so well he was drunk most of the time, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Uh, Paul Schrader was very clear and described that he did have a drinking problem. Yeah, he had a, a day off a week or something like that to deal with his the, drinking the, problem. So Paul Paul Strader said, "Watch well, the commentary." So this is more of a behind the scenes movie, just because it's so f- interesting. Yes, and the original ending is a lot better too, which the studio said no to the original. I read ending. that. Yeah. Yeah, the original ending is actually way more interesting. It would be way way darker. But we'll get like to fun. that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, well, hardcore. Let's break it down. Hardcore is uh, the 1979 movie about George C. Scott's daughter disappears. He's trying to find her. He finds out that she's in porno. She's done some movies, and she's, you know. He finds out she's in porno because Peter Boyle's the most insensitive man ever. Yes! I found your daughter. She's done this video. You want to watch it? He doesn't even say that. He goes, you ever watch porno, the hardcore films? He's like, no. Oh, come with me to this theater. And he doesn't describe why they're going there. He just throws on his daughter's uh, porno right. without a word of advance. Do you mind if I jerk off yeah. and watch this? Because, man, it's hot. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> like, I'm sorry for uh, your daughter. Uh, your daughter's hot, George. Your loss is my gain. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, according to Paul Schrader, yes. that scene, uh, uh, George, she says, I only do this one take. I, just, I don't want to do any more. Than I don't that. blame him. And he goes, just one take. I'll give you whatever I got. And he did it. It was all one take. Um, and basically, because he, he's, not, he's not watching anything because it's not shot that. Because you know he, he doesn't. Basically, I don't think he watches the movie at all in real life. In real life, it's all it's all superimposed or whatever. And he goes, he reacted. That's the way he reacted to the movie. It's all in the movie. It's all there. 
So he, he did that. And I guess he said he could only give him three takes. Jersey Scott only wanted to do three takes at, at all. Ever? And he goes, ever. He said, three, that's it. That's my limit. I don't want to go beyond that. And he goes, okay. And he goes, every single take was exactly the same. Like he just, he had it narrowed down. He knew he wanted to do. He did it three times and that was it. He just, he did it three times. And I guess it was to the point where Peter Boyle did coverage on, on Peter Boyle. But once, once uh, um, Scott was done, he left and he did, or he went there and he was reacting to not Peter Boyle because he, he already performed. He already, he already did the three takes without Peter Boyle. And he didn't have to respond to him because he already he already knew what he was going to say. He knew, he knew the script. Yeah. So he didn't have to have him there. He didn't have to have another actor reacting to you because he was already doing it. It was already in his, his performance. So he had it ingrained in there. He was a, an actor to the point where he could react to nothing. He, he should have been a CGA actor. He should have been in the Star Wars prequels, but he was dead. He died before they were made, so yeah. I guess he couldn't do that. He could, he could act against nothing. Oh, he could have been in the first one. No, barely. He would have died. He would have been in, like, out. deathbed, but he could... No, and he's making it in, like... I'm the, I'm the president of the universe, god damn Because he died in, like, 99, right? Yeah, he died in 99, something like that. He could have been in the first one. I died! <laughs> yeah. Turn it off, George! Turn it off! <laughs> oh, God, no! Yes. No, uh. George, no! God, no! Oh, God, when he goes... Ah! He starts like pulling on the seat in front of him. Yeah, that's great. Paul Schrader in the, in the, in the uh, commentary is like, "This is the famous scene. It's become a, a meme or a meme." <laughs> is that what he said? I mean, a meme. And you don't know if he's serious or not because that's Paul Schrader's sense of humor. And Paul Schrader was saying like, "Working with Jersey Scott, uh, Jersey Scott couldn't handle it at the because he um, he goes, there was a day when he was trailer and he he goes into the trailer and it's Jersey Scott in his underwear." <laughs> sitting there in his underwear, and he goes, "Come on, George." He's got, he, he goes, "Look, George, if you don't do this day, you have two. That means we have to do it tomorrow night, which means we can't get to the other scene till the next day. And then there's another shot we have to get the, the other day. That's three days." He says, "If you do this scene tonight, right now, you'll be gone in two days. So, do you want to stay another th- another day, or do you want to get out? You know, in two days, as opposed to three he goes, okay, all right, all right, cry. And he goes, promise me something. You're a good writer, but you're a shit director. Yeah. Never direct again. And, and, and I guess Paul Schrader says he was on his knees. And he goes, George, I promise I'll never direct the movie again. Yeah. And he goes, okay, let's go then. And he went and he did it. And I guess he ran into George C. Scott a couple of, you know, weeks later when he was doing like American Jiggle. He says, he goes, Paul, you lied. <laughs> Yeah, I did, George. I'm sorry. I lied to you. I'm sorry, but I had to. But, um, yeah, funny shit. I mean, just imagine working with that. Like, that's the attitude. Can you imagine being on a set? Just like, God damn, just do the fucking he, scene, man. I'm here, and too. He, and he talked about that. He goes, um, what was funny was, because this was like a porno, because he was dealing with, like, you know, the 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 various porno nudity stuff so there's gonna be a lot of titillating stuff going on so at first a lot of crew members were excited because they're like oh it's gonna be cool we're gonna see tits and boobies and all that shit none you want he goes within three weeks everybody was like i I want the fucking shit the shit to be over with me and go home and i guess one guy goes (laughs) crew member goes i couldn't make love to my wife until three weeks after she looked done i felt so dirty 
Like I couldn't, I couldn't even have sex with my wife. Yeah. For three weeks after this, I felt so unclean. But like, it, even just watching this, you're like, oh, you get that feeling. So I can't imagine living in that because they're, you know, months on set. Yeah. So oh, you're sure. living that yeah. life, like you're in there because they went to actual places and rented them out and. Well, yeah. Well, he, they said they shot in San Francisco, San Diego, and L.A. And, and I think San Diego. Where else? Or I mean, oh, I'll, oh, I'll get to that yes, in a second. Here, Michigan, <laughs> his hometown of Michigan. Yes, his hometown of fucking. Oh, what an awful wasteland that is. Sorry, continue. I'll get to my my experience with the opening scenes. Oh after. yeah, that's what you said. You said yeah, it's the snow shit. Oh my god. No, but a lot of them shot in San Diego because. That's where all the porno theaters were in the strip clubs, because that's where the 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 um, sailors were. That's where all the um, where all the military depots were. So I guess all the sailors would go get their rocks off at the, at the strip clubs and the city clubs and the whorehouses all around there. So San Diego was like a big brothel for a long time, and they cleaned it all up. They got them all out because I guess they moved that shit out of there. Yeah, they went somewhere else, and so they made it a little bit more a little bit more gentrified now. Well, San Diego. You ain't gonna find no, no. shot next to Petco Park. See, I, I didn't know they shot in San Diego because when they went to San Diego, I was like, "This is just L.A., a different part no, of L.A." San, yeah, I had San no Diego. idea that actual San Diego looked like this at any point. That's yeah, that's what that's what Trader said. He goes, "This is San Diego because that's where all the sailors were. That's where all these porno Makes places sense. were because that's where the where, that's where the action was. So that's what happened." Because when we went to San Diego or, to visit Michael's family, it was like super gentrified. <laughs> Oh, big time. No, just just world, nothing man. going on there. No. Um, I, I think of San Diego as like a minor city. It is a minor city. Yeah, it's not like a... But I hear like so many... Like they had a football team. Like how? Well, I uh, yeah. Yeah. Not anymore, though. Yeah. Still call them the San still, Diego Chargers, though. They, it's never going to go away. Have, and a baseball team. They have a baseball they team. Have the yeah, that Petco Park is really nice. I've been there a few times. It's a nice spot. Um, it's a really nice ballpark. The okay, so the movie starts, and immediately you're getting hit with this. <laughs> Tell us now. And my God my wife's it. sitting there next to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting flashbacks. Ugh. Oh God. Oh, look at that. That's awful. Yeah, and I'm like, this. Yeah, I'm getting flashbacks. And then uh, I start to realize they show one clip up here, I know of a mailing center, and I start to recognize stuff. After I re- after I saw the sign, so I was like, "Ah, oh, this reminded me of growing up." I was like, "What is this symbol? I don't recognize this. They don't have." Apparently, I should. <laughs> I don't remember that being on signs, but it just well, keeps going. Forty four years ago. Yeah, my wife's like, "Did you ever shovel snow?" I'm like, "Fuck yes." It's probably why I have a bad back. Oh, probably yeah. Good point. Oh, John Millius, um, Walter Sobchak. That's right. He was, he was a big, uh, yeah, believer in the script. Okay. Hardcore? Excuse me? And then they cut to this kind of shit, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm getting bad vibes here. <laughs> and I'm like, when That's I saw the bridge, I went, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and then this it's, it's, uh, pops up this right is, here. And I was like, oh, my God, it is in Grand Rapids. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea that Paul Schrader's from Grand Rapids. Apparently. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, this reminded me of growing up. Oh, it's because it's 25 minutes away from where I grew up. Great. That's why. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, what you, that's where you grew up. 
And it makes sense was- when I saw what the movie was about. Because I didn't know he was playing a super religious dude. I had no idea. Yeah, it's Calvinist. Yeah. Uh, he's Dutch... What? Calvin. Uh, D- Dutch Calvinist? Calvinist? Is that uh, what it was? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a... Yeah, they're specific. Yeah, they got the... He, he has that scene where he's going over what they believe in. What was it called? Tulip. Tulip. The tulip, yeah. yeah. Um, you notice the audio in the tulip scene was just terrible. Well, when I did, when I saw, I was watching the com- the commentary, so it did went up because he says, "I goes, ah, when it comes to tulip section, I'll let George tell you what it is." And the movie plays, so the sound, I didn't know, notice any difference. Oh yeah, I'll play it. It's right here. Because you you had it on streaming, or did you buy the deep Blu-ray? I, I had to rent it on uh, Amazon. Okay, because my so thing wasn't if, working. Yeah, because my Blu-ray, I got the Blu-ray, just bought it. No, it was, it was clearly in the movie because it was every close-up. You could hear an echo of both characters, or both actors. And then when it went to the wide shot, you wouldn't hear it. I guess you'd have right. to. That's predestination. Especially her voice. I mean, uh, if God is omniscient, if he knows everything, and he wouldn't be God if he didn't, then he must have known, even before the creation of the world, the names of those who would be saved. Do you hear that? Yeah. Okay, you really yeah. hear it with her voice. Yeah. And it's all worked out. Yeah, echo. It's the whole scene. Weird. But it's weird. only on close-ups. Yeah. So I'm like, they had something going on with the audio. Yeah. Seems very fixable, but whatever. Anyway, that's just nitpicking. It was, that my so wife was weird? like, what is that? Isn't it strange how Susan, uh, Susan Hooby looks like Goldie Hawn? I think she looks like it? Pensatucky from Orange is the New Black. He looks very, very similar to Goldie Hawn. I only say that because Kurt Russell was with her, her first and then went to Goldie Hawn. Because this is Season Hoobly, who was in Escape from New York, who dies in Escape from New York, and she had a son with Russell, uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. And then he married, he married, or he didn't marry. I don't think ever married anybody because Goldie Hawn and him aren't married. No. Isn't it? They just... They're just together and they have a family. They, yeah, they, they like, we don't need to bring the government into this shit. I like that. Yeah, well, yeah, if you're going to be together, you're gonna be, you don't need to be, yeah. So, Still. I was watching the beginning part with stuff was going on in my house. I thought this was the daughter. Right, yeah. So, I did, and then today I went back and rewound to the beginning. I'm like, oh, the other girl's clearly his daughter. So, I'm waiting for this girl. And when I saw the girl in the porno, I go, okay, that's her friend. Right. So he's looking for the his daughter and his friend. I thought that for the entire movie. Wow! And then he finds the girl. I go, oh, he found his he found the the girl's friend with that pimp dude in the club. Right. And then he goes and talks to her, and she's like, "I'm like, oh, this is his daughter." Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, now I understand why he's so upset watching the porno. <laughs> Come to home, Because they spend honestly when you watch the beginning again, other. Other than the shot of him like putting the coat on her, which I rewatched today, and ho- taking the picture, which I didn't see those two quick shots, they focus right. so much on this blonde girl, right? And she's the one like he does this, and he's do- she's doing the zooming, you know, closing in on the nipple. He lets right. you do that, so I was like, okay, the girls that makes sense that she's gonna be in a porno now because she's into that. She's the one initiating it, but no, it's the it's the girl that gets shown the. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just weird that it was the other girl. They focused so much on this blonde girl in the beginning. Well, I like the fact that uh, Bill, uh, Peter Boyle just 
blows a man away from the back for really no reason. Yeah. Not knowing what's going on. 20 yards away. He gets, he gets kind of knocked over and he goes, the fuck you, pal. And he blows him away, you know, down the street. Like, how, how does Peter Paul even know who that is? I feel like that murder was totally unrelated to anything for him. <clears throat> right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, the original ending. Yes. For well, hardcore. Well, let's let's discuss the actual ending. Yes. Yeah. Well, he saves his daughter. Yeah. Gets her out of there. Puts the coat over. He has a very very sweet brief yeah. scene, and it felt very very real. And I guarantee Paul Schrader knows that from growing up where we did, which is, sure. I I I love you so much. I just don't know how to do that like say that communicate that and that's right, yeah. definitely you know my parents yeah. are the same way I, yeah. my you know my dad's the same way his his dad was the same like it's just i love you it's just a, they have no idea how to communicate that sort of how emotion that? to people was that okay yeah. was that fun? i don't know so i i that was the most genuine scene in almost any movie i've ever seen at the end of this movie oh sure yeah and he's like i and he's like do you really want me to go and she's like no he, Papa. Yeah, goes and picks her up, and they, he takes her outside and just leaves her in the police car immediately. Well, uh, they're saying this was had the searchers uh, had a searchers vibe to it, the John Wayne movie. I haven't seen the searchers since I was a kid. Searchers, same idea. Uh, girl gets kidnapped by eight, eight Indians, and she gets basically turned into a Sioux to kind of basically rape her a bunch of times and try to brainwash her into being a Sioux. That's sort of the untold story. But uh, John Wayne saves her, of course, because John Wayne's the great white savior. And then I want some, there's a scene in the searchers there where they find the other two girls. And he goes, don't you ever bring that up again to me. Don't you ever say their names. Because they're like raped and murdered. Yeah. And like torn apart. It's like really kind of fucking like dark. Like, oh my God, this is fucking searchers. What the fuck? Don't you ever tell me what that was. Bill Grubb. I want to show my note. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to show my actual notes. You want to Because I, I saved the note. It's not in the right order, but I saved this right here. I was watching, you know, I told you I went after the show and I started watching three billboards. And I fell asleep while taking notes. <laughs> so it turned into, yeah, or, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. I don't know. It, it amused me when I looked at my notes the next day. I'm like, I'm going to leave that. It <laughs> <laughs> happens. You get tired of what's going on after a while. Oh, we can say that. I mean, not the whole movie, because but they don't really tell you how what time we're in. But this is a Christmas movie. That is true. I mean, it's just true. the opening yeah. scene, but still, it's a Christmas movie. This is. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna play this every Christmas for my family. I'm gonna watch this every Christmas Eve. Next day, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Hardcore followed by it's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. You know what I thought was weird is it's nineteen seventy nine and they act yeah. like porno is brand brand new, like an unheard of idea. Well, it was yeah. kind of in its like infancy of being mid mainstream business. Like, like yeah. mainstream. Yeah, this is this is at the time where they thought you could release an X-rated movie into the mainstream, and it never happened. It didn't, it didn't happen. No. And actually, creator talks about that in the commentary. He goes, "The problem is that your brain." They found out, like through uh, psychoanalysis and neuro, neuro 
neurologists, neurological people, uh, doctors said um, the brain has narrative on one side and basically pure titillation on the other. So you can't put them together. You can't have a story with tits that works because you're just too, you want tits. You don't care about the narrative. So it's like it, it cancels each other out. You can't do Excuse it. Excuse me. I beg to disagree, and so does this man right here. This move is very low quality. Don't look that bad to me. This is a story. It's a fuck movie. I don't want your fuck movie for the story. I want your fuck movie to see fucking. I got to side with Jesus on this one. I personally appreciate an attempt at telling a story. When I care more about the characters, I care more about the fucking. Now, my main complaint about this movie here is we've been watching it for something like a half hour and there ain't been no ass fucking. <laughs> well, you can't deny that. I can't say that's wrong. I told you, it's that that scene right there is gold in a really shitty movie. <laughs> I like how young Robert Patrick looks. And I've seen that movie, I don't know, six, seven times. And I've seen this clip 40 times now. And every time I get caught off guard by his complaint about the movie, I forget what it is. And he's been no ass fucking. <laughs> I always think he's going to say something about the story. <laughs> Robert Patrick looks so young there, though. Yeah. Did you, did you watch Reacher? No. No, 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 not yet. The bad guy in Reacher season two. He looks... Oh, I saw him like six years ago. I saw him in Fernesto Dawn season one. He plays the Jacob character. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, go. Okay. Yeah. He, he became very elderly at one point. He's older now. He's like, wow. Yeah. I was kind of shocked. They had a nice uh, little um, little T2 moment in it where he goes, uh, they're, 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 in a, they're in a hotel room with fake names. And he gave one of the names. <laughs> the other name was Sarah Connor. And he goes, uh, now that guy's a pitcher for the Yankees or shortstop for the Yankees. Who's Sarah Connor? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> T1000. I don't give a fuck. Something like that. That's pretty funny. Wow. Nice little inside joke there. Yeah. But uh, hardcore, what did you think of? Um... Okay. There's a lot of tits in this movie. Yeah. This is a titty movie. This is a lot of tits in this movie. There's no Which sex, kinda... though. No sex. It's mostly titty. And I like that they had this, the the film school student direct the direct the porno UCLA sweatshirt on still. UCLA, so that's hilarious. He's constantly, actually, yeah, yeah, because he was in, and he's telling her, look, you, you, your your mind, you're thinking, you're thinking how wonderful this is, and uh, he's just taking you, oh, you, but oh, like he's really breaking it down. He literally like, says, "You're thinking about your dad. Everything's yeah, yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, "Look her belly. Yeah, look at look her yeah. belly." Your belly now. And he goes, this is a really good director. He goes, UCLA. That's funny shit. That's funny. Yeah. And then that same character who says this is a really good director later, when George C. Scott is under, he's not, yeah, he is undercover now. He acts like a a financier, shows up at his office, and he goes, I I pulled in 3.25 million. I don't need, uh, sorry, I just don't need the 50 grand. So how about you go, let me tell you what. Let me give you some advice. Start off with kitty porn. And that's his advice. <laughs> Start off. Yeah. In his introductory scene, that character, when they're doing the porno that in that scene we're talking about, Peter Boyle meets him and he goes, I don't fuck around with that. Why would I bother with kids? So he clearly used to. 
yeah. Yeah, this that's the scummiest character in the entire movie. Dark world. Yeah, it's a dark world in this movie. And that's the thing. And I guess um, that was kind of like Paul Schrader's point for this movie was that it's just him descending deeper and deeper and deeper into this world where it's just so depraved. Dante's Inferno. You can't get Yeah, he says Dante's Inferno is exactly. And he goes, you can't escape, and it's so depraved. And the original ending was essentially the daughter's dead. Yeah. But she's not dead from porn. She died in a car accident. Yeah, unrelated. Unrelated. (laughs) So porn didn't kill her. She just It's just a happenstance accident, dies in a car crash, and that's it. Like, that's that's the story. And that would have been really fucking dark. Dark, but also, like, it makes you want, like, that would be reported, though. Sure. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it... Unless it was like a blowout when you just they throw the body in the river. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, it's, uh, does this movie need more darkness? Is the question. Not really. I think that's kind of why Paul Schrader was like, uh, okay, fine. Well, no, but that was Paul Schrader's original ending. Yeah, the studio. He's mad said, he didn't do it, but you can't have that ending. But Paul Schrader in the commentary. Actually, takes time to say, "Look at this. Like, I could have done this better." He said, "This movie, it's too slow." He says, "What am I doing here? It's it's not cut fast. I need to be faster. This is so slow. It's so stupid. Why why is it so slow? He said, this should be a lot. This should be two minutes shorter. What am I thinking?" And yet he was talking about like his mistakes, and this was like his second movie, so he said, "You know, he didn't have a lot of uh, I don't know, like confidence, but he was still learning." And so he goes like, "You know." Compared to movies today that are a lot faster paced, and he talked about dog and dog. He talked about uh, that one a lot. Yeah, he brought that up a few times. He's worked a cage a few times. That man. That was pretty funny. So he did uh, uh, Dying of the Light, and then he did Dog Eat Dog. Um, He did another movie that I I think we both love. I know I do. Um, I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, Autofocus, also about porn. Yeah, Autofocus, great. Yeah, fantastic. He talked about that one too. Autofocus, I think, is his best movie. Oh, that book's a great movie, yeah. I love it. That's another movie that my we all quote. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, as I say, surf and turf. Hey, Carpy. <laughs> it's a good... Oh, it's oh man, I love that movie. Underrated. Yeah. It's on the list, that's I good. believe. Oh, that book's a great movie, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great movie. Again, he, that's his first time he worked with uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, and then he worked with him again on Dog Eat Dog. Yeah. Worked with Cage back-to-back. I was IMDb up now. Uh, first Reformed, I haven't seen... And the card yeah, counter, I, I haven't see that. seen. Ethan Hawke movie, yeah, looks good. But Paul Schrader good. also directed one of the worst movies ever made, The Canyons. Canyons. Yes, also about porno. Also about porno with Lindsay Lohan, who, and then yeah, and full James on Dong, the James Dean Dong. Yeah, I've seen that movie like bits and oh, pieces, no. where I was like, "What is I, this?" I saw it. Yeah, it's terrible. I had to watch the Lindsay Lohan scene because I was curious, and I was like. Oh, and then the guy's over here, like, on the couch oh. while she's having sex with a dude. And I'm like, um, he's literally pulling on his dick. Mm, I'm like, James I, Dean? It's James Dean. But I'm like, oh, uh, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Especially because James Dean looks exactly like my cousin. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it your cousin? No. Maybe oh, no, your- sorry. It's not James Dean. It's Nolan Garen Funk. Is it that uh-huh. guy? Christopher Nolan? This dude right here. I'm, I'm James Dean. My, my pornography name was James Dean. 
I don't know who that is. He was the guy pulling his pud. Oh, okay, great. I believe that was him. Oh, good. Now I don't know. The suspense was killing me. Yeah. No, now I have to think about him again. Pull up my pud. Let me pull up that movie. Let's watch that scene. Ah, the canyons. I think that was him. Anyway, um, yeah, canyons <coughs> is terrible. Okay, but... What would you? What, what's the score on this one? Do you give it? What's oh. your? What's your take? I think we should dive into more Paul Schrader because I want to watch Cat People. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Oh, okay, fine. I like Paul Schrader a lot. A lot of his movies I love. Love Affliction. Love Autofocus. I like Hardcore. I think Hardcore is good. Yeah. I liked uh, Blue Blue Collar's Blue a great movie. His first That's movie. His first movie. Yeah. That's a great movie. He's great. He's a great writer. I want to see his um, Mishima movie, the one about the Japanese guy. I want to see that one. I'm kind of curious to see American Yakuza, the one with Touch, Robert Mitchum, I think. Witch Hunt, Light Sleeper, Comfort Witch Hunt was, was good. I like Witch Hunt. That's the Dennis Patty Miller, Hurst. Dennis. Uh, Witch Hunt is the one with, with um, uh, what's his name? Um, the bag, Dennis Hopper. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Dennis Hopper, is that what it is? Which shot? Oh, let me pull it up. <clears throat> it was HBO movie. It was the kind of quasi-sequel yeah. to cast Dennis Hopper. Spell. Yeah, oh, okay. from the 50s. It's actually really entertaining. I love that movie. Eric Bogosian's in it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I still haven't seen fun, Affliction. Fun. Um, Affliction's great. Yeah, Gary, or, uh, Nick Nolte. Okay, maybe I'll watch that. James Coburn is yeah. amazing in Affliction. It's fucking... William Defoe is in Affliction, too. William Defoe's in that one too. Must be the first time we worked together. Oh, oh, I didn't realize they worked together before that. That's great. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a, he's the brother, and he's the one telling the story in Affliction. Forever and Mine with Joseph uh, Fines, Ray Liotta, Gretchen Mole. I don't know about that one. There's a, a few Paul Schrader movies I have no idea. They're like straight to video. You never saw them. Yeah, it seems like he has a varied career. Yeah, he's even Dying of the Light. I I didn't mind the movie. It was good. But then I saw Dark, which is his, it's like his, like the director's cut. Dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we do Nick Cage cast for Dark, for uh, Dying of the Light, we're going to do both. Because mm, they are okay. different, but really it's just visual, like he just added like a cheap filter on top of it. Mm. It slowed down and it's like, ooh. And it's it's kind of pointless, but also interesting at the same time. But Anton, che- Anton uh, Chekhov's in that. Oh, right. You know, Chekhov. Um, yeah, Chekhov's, Chekhov's uh, uh, rocket launcher. Yes. No, <coughs> Anton Yelchin, though, yeah, the guy that plays Chekhov, is in that. And yeah. Yes. And I was like, oh, this that's most of the reason I liked it. Because he was That's the saddest stories ever. Yes. The Anton Yelchin story. God damn, that's a sad story. Um, we saw Wait, Dominion what? prequel to The Exorcist. We did. I remember that. But then yeah. we saw, we didn't see the Paul Strand version. We saw the Rennie Harlan version. Was it the other way around? The other way around, because Paul Schrader was hired first. They fired him and had Rennie Harlan come back, and then they re-released the Paul Schrader movie after the Rennie Harlan movie. And virtually none of them were equally good. Oh yeah, because it was actually just the beginning, the one that we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Pretty, I pretty bad. And then I rewatch, and then I, I remember watching that one and going, "That was <coughs> awful." And then I watched the Paul Schrader one. And I go, "Oh no, the Rennie Harlan one was fine." Turns out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops! Uh, Holy shit! What were you thinking, guys? Yeah, fuck. Me, they're they're man. both not very good, but I, I liked them better the second time around. 
So I went back and rewatched. When we did Exorcist 3, I told you I watched them again. I was like, oh, it's I don't hate these as much as I thought I did. No, they're, they're fine. Uh, the Exorcist, the Renny Hollywood one, it's fine. It's not good, good but it's not like you know, amazing. Right? Yeah. The hardcore I gave, uh, I, I gave a 7 too. That's about right. I'd say seven's accurate. It was, I'm very glad I watched it. Yeah. But it ended, and I turned to my wife and I go, Man, what a fun film. Just a fun, yeah. fun film to watch. You want to fuck? <laughs> okay. Want to have a go? Talk to me in three weeks. Yeah, I feel dirty. I have to, I, I have to like go to church right now just to sit in the holy water. I feel so disgusting. I, George C. Scott is incredible in it, though. Oh, well, George C. Scott's fucking the best actor. He's so good. It's just too bad he was a big, fat, fucking drunk prick. <laughs> he does seem like a prick. And, and, and then and, Peter and Boyle's in it, too, and he's a prick. Yeah, and I love that. But how did you laugh though when you finally saw George C. Scott in his wig and his mustache when he was doing the porno interviews, where he's trying trying to find the actors in that scene where he's undercover? Can I admit he's got that wig on? I I was watching it, and I'm like, all right, who's this guy? I thought it was the guy that he was talking to that said Duke. Right, that was different. And then I was like, Character, oh. Yeah. oh my God, it's Jersey Scott. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, Jersey Scott, what's he doing? He's got a wig, terrible, yeah. um, fake, big, bushy mustache. That's yeah. what I remember you telling me about. And I was like, oh yeah, Dick like told me about this. And he's oh, got he looks like a, like a beaded, like a yeah. yeah, I'm going to show him because it is it's fucking so funny. It's so funny. It's just so gross. He's so gross looking. Oh, here's the kitty porn <laughs> thing. Ah, well, actually, we're looking for somebody else. What you talking about? I'm the like best fuck in this world. All right, here's the kitty porn line. I think I got this queued up right. Kitty porn. He tells him hey. to do kitty porn. Don't take partners, right, Kurt? But I'll give you some advice, Jake. You'll look like a nice guy. Want to take some advice from me? Start small. Start with a kitty porno. Maybe he's talking about... No. You don't say <laughs> don't kitty porno on accident as a but metaphor. The 70s a different vernacular. Who knows? Maybe kitty meant something else. Maybe it's not child porn. Why are you apologizing for this horrible monster? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. You're playing devil's wrapping, advocate for this guy. I my head around it. Well, I just shows you that's always been around. These people have always been here. But it, this, George this C. Scott, his reaction, he's acting within the world and acting as the character. Because he starts off yeah. like, ah, brah, beating the shit yeah. out of people. And then yes, he's like, yes. I can't keep doing this. I need to like finesse my way in this stuff. Yes. So that's when he starts doing this, and he's like, he's all right, I tried this, up. now I'll do my own movie. I'm the one casting it. I can see the people one after another. And then, right after this is when he starts putting in the ad, and the woman's reading off his, <laughs> his thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, here's his introduction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he's in a wide shot. I wasn't really looking that close. Yes, it's over. No, I, Come in. I probably looked up right here from the, my phone. Jake, Mr. Holcomb? Mm -hmm. Pete? Yeah, Pete. Pete Long, that's the name I use. Right. Well, Pete. Uh... Oh, uh, uh. No, it's a guy. <laughs> okay. We're casting. Oh, come on. We're casting. Male roles for an explicit sex action feature. Yeah. It pays $100 a day. Probably up to uh, two weeks' work. You say you've had experience? Yeah, I was in a Mitchell Brothers film called Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't know if you saw that or not. 
I did see that one. It's terrible. It's very good. And I play the slave of the. Yeah, that that's his look. <laughs> I love when he beats the shit out of the guy in the shower or brings yeah, him in the shower, and then he so rips off the necklace and pulls off the bushy yeah. mustache. <laughs> oh, it is funny. Yeah, it, I, I will say I was I wasn't fooled, but I didn't know it was him for a second. Yes, for a second. I was like, uh, well, oh, it's now him. You're gonna have to pair this off with cruising now. Yeah, it is on the list, but I'm gonna let's give this a nice break. Oh God, no! You need you need six years in between some cruising because cruising he's like cruising is dirty. Yes, cruising is from what I hear way worse. Cruising is way worse. Cruising is like how the fuck did they get away with this? Let's do a double like feature of is... cruising and Panic and Needle Park. Yeah, there you go. That's the nice. super filthy uh, Pacino movies from the seventies. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds like a fun time. Wonderful. No, but we. Uh, we we can't talk about this movie about hardcore without talking about eight millimeter, which right yeah I don't know how they weren't sued just for doing a remake. It's very similar. It's very very similar. Even the locations look similar in some of the spots in this movie. But I feel I like, like wait a minute, Joel Schumacher went. He clearly was inspired by this movie, but he went. We yeah. have to go even dirtier and and just like creepier right eight eight millimeter is the extreme version of this because it's all like you know snuff films that movie's about snuff films which you do see one in this but it's so unexpected because the guy that peter boyle shoots at the end the guy that comes over and he's sitting there like slapping around the girl and then right yeah the the guy peter boyle walks over and goes stabs him in the belly (laughs) and then he slices the girl's throat and three dudes paid $100 each to watch this movie <laughs> in a creepy yeah, right, little room. Yeah. It's like, what am I watching? <laughs> but ah. that's as extreme as it gets, and it's very tame. But 8mm goes a, a right, couple yeah. steps further, and they try to make it as, I don't know, depraved, more depraved. Okay, was it uh, 8mm 1999, though? Yeah. So that was uh, 20 years, 98, 99, something like that, 20 years after Yeah, exactly. But I feel like that was on purpose. Yeah, was we got to so make weird. this more extreme, right? Yeah. Um, and then is uh, that weird? Oh, oh, wait, no, that's that's fucked up. <clears throat> Hardcore and eight millimeter were the same amount of time in between that eight millimeter is now to when it came out with us twenty years later. Slightly more time has passed since eight. That's eight so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's so bizarre. I, I the math when people do that is like, ugh. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, you're right. Ooh, that's 24 years ago. Or 20, yeah, 24, 99, 24, 25 years ago. Fuck me, man. One of my coworkers was listening Ugh. to music at work, and Green Day came on uh, from Dookie. Oh god. And I was like, ah, oh, we're singing. We're both singing along, and I'm like, yeah. I can't believe this album is 30 years old this year. Like, oh, this came out in 1994. Yeah. She goes, that, that's the year I was born. God damn. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. I got this CD when I was 10 yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 1994, I was uh, 12. Yeah. And I went and saw Stargate. <laughs> that's the highlight of that uh, year. Fuck me. <laughs> went and yeah, saw just, Star Trek Generations of Theater. Just hearing someone 
say that who isn't even young, like that young, they're 30. Yeah. Saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You don't know this album, do you? You don't know anything, do you? I don't know any albums that come out in 1984, the year I was born, so. Other than the Ghostbusters soundtrack. No. (laughs) Thriller? No. No, I think it was 83. Was Thriller 84? I think it was 83. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Oh. 1982, Vangelis. Believe it or soundtrack. Dick, um, this isn't a versus, but clearly there's a winner no. here. <laughs> like when we give our scores, so we'll oh, still yeah, I would think so. Yeah, we'll still give the point to Three Billboards because that was oh man, they're both really good movies, and I'm glad I finally watched them. <laughs> but right, yeah. the, one of them has a very nice feeling to it, even though it's about sad shit, and one of them has a dirty, dirty, filthy feeling. <laughs> even though it has the same. It's coming from the same emotional core. Right, I want to yeah. save my child. <laughs> Very different outcomes. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the one that where it has the happy ending is the one with the, with the filthiness throughout. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unexpected. There you go. Um, yeah. It's, uh, do, you, do you have a movie picked out for next time in two weeks? Um, not yet. I'll look at the list again. I have my but, movie picked uh, out, but... Oh, are you? Do you? Oh my god! Yeah. Well, okay. What is it? Um, I picked the Frighteners. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, I want to rewatch it. It's been a while. That's a fun one. Yeah, I think I have that on Blu-ray somewhere. I think I have that Blu-ray, or did I not buy that Blu-ray? Well, I need to get it anyway. I gotta got buy that one. Um, okay. Um, where's our list? You can pull it up, or it's on the website. Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. Hold on. I got the phone. I'll look it up real fast here. It's on the website. Hollywood. It's dead. Hollywood. It's dead. Oh, yeah. Autofocus is on here. Okay. There you go. Um, You know what? I want to. You know what I got to watch? I've never seen Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Okay. I've never seen Blue Velvet. Can we go a week without a filthy move? Okay. Blue Velvet. <laughs> that is a week. It's two weeks. What You know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Blue Velvet versus The Frighteners. <laughs> it's a very, very oh. odd combination. <laughs> okay. Okay. I bet you there'll be a connection. We'll figure one out. Yeah. There's going to be some subconscious... Subconscious... Uh... Oh! Nope. Never mind. No, I can't think of right now. Oh God! You know, Jake, you see, I don't know. Um, shit. Can I find the clip soon enough? You know who directed Blue Velvet? Do I have the clip on here? You should. I thought you did. Where is it? You got watch it on your fucking phone. I don't see it. Fuck you. Maybe it's on the other one then. Is it on Twilight Zone? Oh, maybe. I could have sworn it was on this because we. Yeah, I would think so. Huh. Literally, do not see it. I guess it's in the time zone. Yeah, there's there's these ones. There's the blender. Oh. There's the uh, need you all black. So I swallowed your cum. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Sunflower. Yeah, it's a fuck movie. There's the Simpsons ones. Yeah, the... it's not here. It should be. Huh. Well, I was surprised. I'm a little mad. 
We must be in Twilight Zone. You were parked in a handicapped zone. Perhaps they towed it. (laughs) I don't think it's here either. It had to have been deleted on accident. Oh, maybe. It's fucking gone. You can get it again. It's not hard. No, but that's not. Don't watch it on your phone. Fuck you. (laughs) Apple. Fuck you. It's it's the greatest clip ever. (laughs) I can't believe it's gone. I got to force myself to watch that movie, so this will be an excuse to watch it finally. That's mostly what I'm doing with the show, because hardcore, I've been like, eh. Yeah, hardcore (laughs) isn't a movie you're like, oh, man. It's Tuesday. I think I want to watch hardcore. Hey, honey, want to? Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, bring that up. Let's put the kid. Hey, let Nolan play with his toys over here. I want to watch hardcore right in the background here. Let's watch hardcore sex. Hardcore. Especially because I didn't see it before, so I thought it was going to be way, way worse, like sex wise. Right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, it's, it's pretty much just nudity, but <laughs> yeah. not fucking. Yeah. The kids that are making memories are already asleep. Uh, but Nolan and Ollie were sitting there. Uh, No. (laughs) All right. Next week or two weeks from here, episode 156, the Frighteners versus Blue Velvet. They're both 10 years apart. That's a coincidence. Uh, 96 and 86. Okay. Yeah, all right. We're starting to line them up. Dennis Hopper is in one of them. Yes. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. We should, that should be a challenge, your, your George C. Scott hardcore <laughs> impression. Turn it off! We're not even going to play the clip. Don't have to. No, no need to. We sound just like him. We could show the, the Halloween 3. Turn it off! Turn it <laughs> yeah. off! Or whatever. I wish you could buy them. Oh, yeah. There you go. Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a note. Yeah, there you go. Um, combine. Computer. Halloween 3 I'm and Hardcore. My computer. It'll be called Hardcore Halloween. Ooh, yeah. Oh, shit. There you go. All right. So long, citizens. Bye-bye. Turn it off. Bye. Turn it off. Turn it off.